Welcome to Subliminal Message Studios. Ladies and gentlemen, ducks, dogs, cats, felines, animals, all types of little shit. This is your host, Leonardo, and uh, we have some things to get to. Uh, how is everybody to the, tonight before we get to them? I apologize for that. I'm already getting tripped up on myself. Uh, how is everybody tonight? I hope everybody's swell. I hope everybody is having a very merry, merry Christmas or happy holidays, whatever you want to call it. I've had some people say to me, uh, I've said Merry Christmas to them, and they've looked at me with the rudest fucking look on their face, and they've looked at me and said, well, happy holidays. I've never once thought uh, in my life, even growing up as a kid, that people would actually take offense to someone saying, Merry Christmas to them. We have to realize, I mean, at least I've realized that it's, you know, it's been going on for a while. For people to get so um, astounded when someone says it, as if they haven't been, someone hasn't said that to them the whole, you know what I mean, ever since they were a kid. Maybe they came from a different country. Well, I mean, listen, you know, um, I, I, uh, I don't care. You know, because those countries don't care. We can't bring... Okay, this is a reality, guys. You try to go bring Christmas over to Afghanistan. Go ahead and do it. Go ahead and tell me how that works for you. Go bring Christmas to Africa right now, Zimbabwe, or one of those areas. Do it. Go ahead. You let me know how that works out for you, and I guarantee it's not going to work out very, very well. More than likely, you're going to get your legs shut off. Legs chopped off, arms cut off, tongue cut out, eyes ripped out, and your balls circulated. So I don't know how, I, don't, I just, you know, I'm just saying. But anyways, I digress. Why don't we get into this news, guys? It is a very light, late night, so I'm going to keep this short and sweet. We do have one bombshell, um, bombshell article that I came across, and I haven't really seen anyone cover it. It's not that anyone hasn't covered I shouldn't say cover it. It's more or less get into detail on how important this is when you think about where where these two countries are strategically putting their troops and the skirmishes that are already had with other countries. But before I get into that, let me get into this other stuff. Who says COVID booster programs limit vaccine supply for poor countries could prolong pandemic? Who had Tejas Adornum Gabriel's admonishes countries with blanket booster programs, saying that there is no way to booster your way out of the pandemic. Blanket booster programs are likely to prolong the pandemic rather than ending it by diverting supply to countries that already have high levels of vaccination coverage, giving the virus more opportunity to spread and mutate. Who Director General Tedros Antonim Grapacherios said during a news briefing, the comments from the WHO come as health officials in the U.S. promote vaccine booster shots for all residents over the age of 16 amid a surge in COVID cases driven by the American strain. Israeli on Tuesday announced it would offer a fourth dose of COVID-19 vaccines to people older than 60. Well, aren't they just kind of contradicting themselves by saying one thing and doing another? Uh, let's just keep on moving forward. Speaking of uh, other countries, Intel apologized in China after backlash over a Xin Jinping statement. This is getting serious, guys. Intel has apologized in China following a backlash over a directive to suppliers not to source products or labor from Xinjiang region. The U.S. chipmaker told suppliers 
in a letter dated December 20, 21, that is required to ensure our supplier chain does not use any labor or source goods or services from the Yangjing region or China, citing government restrictions and questions from investors, investors and customers. The company apologized on Thursday after the letter sparked controversy in China. Although our original intention was to ensure comp compliance with the U.S. laws, the letter has caused many questions and concern, concerns among our cherished Chinese partners, which we deeply regret. The company said in a statement on Weibo, a Twitter-like service, Human rights groups have repeatedly accused Beijing of detaining the Uyghurs and other Muslim minority groups in Yijing in re-education camps and using them as forced labor, which they claim as part of the global tech and retail supply chains, either directly or indirectly. Sanctions from the United States and other Western countries over Yijing have sparked a pushback from the Chinese government, which calls the camps vocational training centers. <laughs> okay. Vacational training centers. My, I was just my bad. I was vocational, you know, uh, vocational, uh, vocational training centers. Right. That's what that's what they're gonna call them when they all put us into this FEMA camps. When um, when when all of us Christians and all of us gun owners and all of us fucking unvaccinated, you know, the unvaccinated, they're gonna call them when they put us in the FEMA camps. They're gonna be like, you're going to your vacation training center. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just it's fucking amazing. Uh, designed to combat poverty and religious extremism, of course. It's designed, you're going to your vacation camp because we want to combat your poverty and your religious extremism. No, what we're trying to say is you don't believe in what we believe, so you're a fucking threat. That's why we're saying religious extremism. That is fucking insane. I believe that's what Adolf Hitler did. Well, let's just keep on going. Yeah, they say the Third Reich is here. I say the Fourth Reich is here. They say the Fourth Reich is here. I say, fuck it, we're already dead. <laughs> Rapid drop in South Africa's COVID-19 cases means Americron may have peaked, experts say. The number of COVID-19 cases in South Africa, where scientists first alerted the world to, to the now-raging Americron virus last month, appears to have peaked. The country's top infectious disease experts said Wednesday, Salem... Abdullah Karim, who is heading up South Africa's pandemic response, told the Washington Post the nation of 59 million has seemingly passed its peak of new American cases and expects to see the same trajectory play out in almost every other country across the globe. But that's not going to happen because it's not, they're not going to shut, they're, they're not going to shut China down, guys, and they're not going to shut these already poor countries down because they already shut them down. There's no fucking reason for them to shut them. That's why that's why those other countries are so just walking or walking around free right now. They don't want to sh they don't want to shut those guys down. They want to shut the western countries down. The main goal is to kill 80 90% of the population. That's the main goal. That is exactly what the, the elite want. 90% of the population. And this is the, you know what's funny is, this is, this is the thing that's funny is, everyone that's going along with this shit, you guys, dude, you guys are not going to be on the fucking boats or on the arcs or whatever you want to call them. You're not going to be on the spaceship going to fucking Mars as it blow up the earth. It's not going to happen. No, they want to kill your ass and you're just a puppet to them. You know, I'm just saying. She's escaped death while chasing storms, but lost, but lost most everybody after coming out. That is, uh, 
completely um, hilarious. And this is Shamira Comstock has survived numerous deadly tornadoes and hurricanes. Now she is dealing with the aftermath of coming out as transgender. As if they didn't already know. And I love how they're actually making this a post. As if her, like her, her or him, Jesus, holy Christ. I'm sorry, I'm trying to get the right acronym down. Uh, fuck being politically wrecked. This guy, I love how, like, I can't, this dude probably got a little back push from some of his best friends or some of, from some of his parents or some of his family. And then he went off to the fucking media and was just like, oh my god, they're not accepting me because I'm a faggot. No one cares, dude. Why is everyone acting like being gay is something new or like a, a, a like mixed couples or something new? You realize that you guys are all just getting just played right now? Just fucking play, dude. Think for yourself. It's it's. I know it's hard to do. I know it's so hard to actually think by yourself and learn by yourself and turn yourself in a dark room and actually really, really get down because that's actually good for you. I hate when people say, you know, depression is a sickness. It's something so horrible. No, depression can make you stronger. For depression is good for you. You're not looking, a lot, a lot of us are not looking at it the correct way, and they keep on turning, they want to turn us all into victims, which is why they keep on going after this emotional kind of strategy bullshit, man. But anyway, since I have all your attention right now in the eye cat of horror of Hurricane Laura, I thought I would take this moment to come out as trans to the world. Cornstock wrote in the tweet, which she has given NBC News permission to embed it, even though it includes her former name, I started HRT on February, 20, uh, February 17, 2020. Anyways, back to surviving this storm. See you all on the other side. Trans rights are human rights. Trans rights are not human rights. And, and, and like, uh, you can go fuck yourself, you fucking flamer faggot. Uh, yeah. I'm like, not even kidding you, dude. Saying, saying that kind of thing is an oxymoron is so disrespectful. It is disrespectful to the actual slaves that were like you know the the real slaves that that uh were you know what i mean that we freed that the north states freed that is so disrespectful saying that trans rights is human rights are you out of your fucking mind dude no one's whipping you guys into into camps and if you and, and i know a couple camps i can take you to well i'm gonna take you you can go like there yourself. It's a matter of fact. But you can go to China. Go to China. They got they got <laughs> they got they got vacation centers and education. Go there. You know, they're gonna <laughs> they're, they're, they're gonna treat you good. Oh, I'm sorry, damn. They're gonna treat you good. I digress. Why don't we just move forward with this? I said move forward. Why don't we move forward? January 6th committee is added again. January 6th committee asked GOP Republican Jim Jordan for information on communications with Trump. The House Committee investigating the January 6th riot at the U.S. Capitol is asking Republican Jim Jordan of Ohio for information about his communications with President Donald Trump on the day of the attack. Committee Chair Benny Thompson, D. Miss, sent Jordan a both 
vocal Trump ally a letter which they saying the panel believes Jordan spoke. He had at least one and possible multiple communications with President Trump on January 6th. We would like to discuss each such communication with you in detail, Thompson said. Jordan's office did not immediately respond to a request for comment from NBC News. In an appearance on Fox News Wednesday night, Jordan said, we're going to review the letter. This is not what the American people are concerned about, Jordan added. Thompson said public reporting suggests that you may also have information about meeting with the White House officials and then President in November and December of 2020 and early January of 2021 of our strategies for overturning the results of the 2020 election. Thompson also said the panel wants to ask Jordan about his involvement in discussions surrounding the possibility of presidential pardons for people involved in any aspect of the attack or the planning of January 6th. I, I uh, you know, I'm, I like this is exactly why I say my mind is completely fried because it, it's, I don't know. You know, guys, I skim through, I watch videos, I skim through articles all day, all fucking night. And it's getting to the point where, like, how, like, how are we believing some of this shit, man? Like, not even just that. How are we believing in it and fully? Like, we, we're taking this stuff as in a, like, people are serious about this. Like, like, okay, guys, this is how bad it's getting, all right? I saw this article. This is on Medical News. This is an uh, article out of Medical News today, okay? Air pollution exposure in the U.S. Systematic racism, not income, drives desperities. Research has linked air pollution to a range of medical conditions. In the United States, racially monetized groups are exposed to more air pollution than are white Americans. A new study finds for the first time that race and ethnicity are more significant factor in exposure to air pollution than income level in the U.S. You've got to be fucking kidding me. So this is what I'm talking about. Now air pollution is racist. The air pollution is, is racist against black people and Mexicans and people of color and transgenders and it's all good with white people. And that's, that's what it really comes down to. I'm not fucking kidding you. That's a serious article, guys. It's medical news today. Check it out. Ten Illinois firefighters walk off the job after a man convicted of arson is appointed the new chief. Fire Chief John Rosencrantz was removed from his post and replaced with Assistant Chief Jeremiah Summons at a fire district board meeting in East Carandela on Monday. The, new, the newly appointed fire chief pleaded guilty to arson more than 20 years ago when he was just 18. The two can be seen in videos seated at the same table when the change was made. Jeremy Simmons is reported the son of Herb Simmons, who is the longtime director of the St. Clair County Emergency Management Agency. He was accused of setting fire to a vacant home and setting another smaller fire at Dupo High School. He served probation, but said Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker has since pardoned him. Uh, damn, dude. And 11 firefighters got up and said, we're not working for this piece of shit, little pussy. Damn, man. I don't know if I should say way to go or just damn all the, just damn all around. North Carolina police chief placed on unpaid leave for telling officers about clinic to obtain COVID-19 vaccine cards without getting the shots. 
you got dude they fired that yeah wow man they're gonna fire this dude too I guarantee they're not gonna just bring it back after the disappearing and the leave they're gonna fire this dude for just trying to keep his boys at work and this is this is what it's all about guys a North Carolina police chief has been placed on unpaid leave and probation for telling officers about a clinic that would issue them a COVID-19 vaccination card without actually receiving the shot TJ Smith, the police chief in Oak Borough Town, North Carolina, violated police including fraud, willful acts that endanger the property of others, and serving conflicting interests when he alleged told when he allegedly told officers about the scheme. According to a letter addressed to him from town administration, Doug Burgess. Man. And like I said, I guarantee they're gonna fire that man. They're gonna fire that man for him simply trying to keep his boys because there is a there is an unlawful, unlawful that people can sue and, 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 and could have sued for when this first started coming out, but they changed the law. Yeah, that's right. So now you can't see now you can't sue them for breaking the Nuremberg Code. But they still are. They're experimenting on people. You can't tell me these shots are not experimental. This is another thing. You cannot tell me these shots are not experimental. How the fuck do we know what's going to happen within the next couple of years with some of these people? Because it's not like we just a lot like most most of the people that got the shot, they didn't just stop at the the you know the Delta Delta shot. What you know the uh, or my the BioNTech shot, the Pfizer shot, you know all that, the Moderna, whatever. They didn't just stop there. There's more people getting boosters and boosters and, and people dying left and right everywhere. And people are getting sick as shit because of the shots. The shots are made to literally break down your immune system. That's why people are getting sick everywhere. That's why people are dying as soon as they get the flu. Those COVID-19 shots are made to break your immune system completely down to the point where you do not have an immune system. So where you need the booster every week. That's the only way you're going to live is because you need, your immune system is down. So you're going to need the booster to fucking to give you something. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like a, it's, these shots are literally like a hard, hardcore drug. Like once, and it's that one hit is all you need and you're fucking hooked. It's, it's, this is a this is a very crazy time that we're living in. This is a very very crazy time, where even men of faith, no matter what your faith is, are walking out of their church just to join an LGBT rights group and take stance with them. And I'm not fucking kidding you either. This is out of Yahoo News. Mormon billionaire leaves faith. Rebucks LGBTQ rights stance. An advertising technology billionaire has formally resigned his membership in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and rebucked their faith over social issues and LGBT rights, LGBTQ rights in an unusual public move. Jeff T. Green has pledged to donate 90% of his estimated $5 billion fortune, starting with a $600 million donation to the LGBTQ rights group equally equal. E- Equality Utah, the Salt Lake Tribune reported. My bad. Green said in a Monday raised nation letter to church president Russell M. Nelson that he hasn't been active in the faith 
widely known as Mormon for more than a decade, but wanted to make his departure official and move his name from membership records. I believe the Mormon Church has hindered global progress in women's rights, civil rights, and racial equality, and LGBTQ rights, he wrote. Eleven family members and a friend formally resigned along with him. The church didn't immediately return a message from the Association Press seeking comment Tuesday, but in recent years has shown a willingness to engage in LGBTQ rights that is unusual for conservative faith. It maintains the indoctrinational position to same-sex marriage and intimacy, but the faith didn't block a 2019 ban on so-called conversation therapy in Utah, and in November, high-ranking leader Dallin Oaks called for a recognition of both religious rights and LGBTQ rights. LGBTQ rights. My bad. Um, I just don't give a fuck to really say it right, folks. Uh, but that is a... That's not scary. <laughs> you know? I don't even know what to say after that. Like, that, that's, that's not scary. But it, 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 it's... I can see that coming. I legitly can see that. I, you know, you want to sign the head of the devil, and he probably and he was probably and more than likely is probably told to told to do it too. He's probably told either you're going to do it or we're going to kill you and your entire fucking family. This is the new world order. This is the time where we come in to kill every single one of you. So if you're not with it. And die anyway. <laughs> I don't know, but it's true. Biden demonizes the uh, demonizes the unvaccinated to create a fictitious notion we should be panicked. He really does, though, man. Raymond Oro criticizes President Biden's chief medical advisor, Dr. Anthony Fauci, for saying that people should exclude unvaccinated family members from holiday gathering until this is all over. What is regrettable is that the demon. Demonization of people, family, especially the unvaccinated. It all creates a fictitious notion that we should be panicked. The Aunt Kathy is bringing a deadly pathogen into the house along with a Christmas casserole. But despite the mutated virus moving in the right direction, I might add that demonization is getting worse. Is there a vaccination for hatred and demonization of fellow citizens? The testing regime, which does nothing to stop the disease, I might add, does amp up the panic. And it is the and it, and it is at the heart of Biden's solution. He's sending out half billion COVID tests to every home. Whether you're alone or not, the assumption is that we can test our way out of this crisis. Even Biden doesn't believe that. Bear in mind, he had been exposed to a staffer who had COVID just days before he was coughing like TB, you know, tuberculosis victim yesterday. And yet he walks among reporters before he has a test result. This is crazy. What's the point of a COVID test if you're not going to wait for the result? Do you see what's happening here? Biden is telling you to keep grandma and grandpa away from your Christmas tree. Don't let them near the kids. But he's free to ramble around coughing and everybody heedless of test results? Man, this is shit. You know, um, it is. It's, uh, it's wild, man. It is. Uh, it's wild. Scientists to reconstruct one of the oldest family trees ever charted. The tomb holds the remains of five, five generations descended from one man and four women. 
nearly 600-year-old tomb unearthed in England holds the remains of 27 family members, representing a five-generation lineage descended from one man and four women. Researchers have found using DNA analysts. The findings suggest that they were polygamous marriages in the upper echelons of Neolithic society at the time, because the researchers think it was unlikely that the ancestral man had four wives with one after one after another. Sorry, and said he probably had more than one wife at the same time. The analyst, the analyst reconstructs one of the oldest family trees ever charted, said Indigo Olivia, a population gen, uh, geneticist at the University of Basque Country in Bilboa, Spain, and one of the lead authors of study published Tuesday, December 22nd. In the journal Nature, scientists from Harvard, Harvard University in Massachusetts, Newcastle University in the United Kingdom, and the University of Benin in Australia were also involved in the research. And Austria was also involved in the research. So that is, um, you know, that's one of the stories I I, I do like when I um, when I come across those articles. You know, this, I think some of those things are so intriguing where they're trying to. Um, Remanifest uh, history, almost. You know. It's kind of funny. That's what we're doing right now. The police in Nebraska town hand out money instead of tickets. Fremont this whole this holiday season, Fremont residents who committed minor traffic violations were greeted with a festive surprise. Aluna Elena Hunger posted on Facebook her encounter with Fremont police. I got pulled over to I got pulled over today and I was so confused on what I did wrong. An officer was so nice when he gave me the car, Huntingham said in the post. Instead of citing Huntingham with a warning or a fine, the officer gave her a Christmas card with a hundred dollars inside. I was having a difficult time figuring out how I was going to have enough money for gifts. I wanted to cry so much. I am so thankful for whoever is watching over me this Christmas. Bob Churek admitted he didn't use his blinker when he came out of the parking lot when he got the $100 bill instead of a ticket. Handshakes, hugs, and tears followed. Lieutenant Shane Wimmer of the Fremont Police Department provided an explanation. It's our secret Santa giveaway, he said. Private citizen donates the funds each year for the event, which this year included 50 cars each with $100. The two officers tasked with giving out the cars find people making minor traffic violations. The officer goes and pulls them over instead of giving them a ticket or a warning. They just give them a Christmas card and wish them a Merry Christmas, Wimmer said. Wimmer said the reaction from the public has been overwhelming. It ranges, but it's also positive. Everyone is excited about the money. Some people will get out of the car, give the officer a hug, or they will say, Thank you, I needed this. People sometimes will cry, Wilmer said. Members of the public aren't the only ones who enjoy the police department's events. The officers really love to do it, Wilmer said. Instead of going out and being the kind of Grinch, like to go out to the public and give some Christmas cheer. And that's one of those articles that will truly give you hope and give you your faith back, man, because uh, that's, that's one hell of a thing to do, man. Shout out to the Fremont Police. Shout out to the Fremont Police, man. That's awesome, guys. That is freaking awesome. Scientists found a cradle of life under Antarctica. Antarctica is often portrayed as a barren wasteland of ice and snow, about as inhabitable as any place on Earth. But a team of researchers just pulled up a huge amount of life from underneath a frozen continent. 
a testament to the tenacity of these ex extremophobic organisms. Life was found around 650 feet below the Ekenstrom ice shelf and waters that are 28 degrees Fahrenheit, meaning 2 degrees Celsius, and pitch black. 77 different species of most animals called rhizonos and worms were found, a veritable cornucopia of creatures that changes how researchers think these extreme submarine environments the team's researchers has published this week's in current biology. This has massively increased the known species from this least known habitat, David Barnes, a marine ecologist, <clears throat> excuse me, a marine ecologist at the British Antarctica Survey said in an email, though some of the animals have already been found in other parts of Antarctica, the unusual habitat for this cache is a first. This may give us clues into how life in polar seas survive glaciers. That is uh, pretty intense, man. Pretty cool. Pretty freaking cool. Now let's get to the needy green. Let us get to the needy green. Putin says Russia doesn't want war with Ukraine but urges West to meet his demands quickly. The Russian leader held his annual news conference as tensions with the U.S. soar over growing concerns about Moscow's troop buildup on its border. And if you guys don't know what's going on uh, right there, let me break this down for you, okay? We have about 100,000 Russian troops at the Ukraine border right now, if not more. We have Chinese military jets that constantly fly over our military bases all the time. We don't do shit. We let them do it. Now, in 2020, China and India had skirmishes of an ongoing military standoff between China and India. Now, on May 2020, the 5th, Chinese and Indian troops engaged in aggressive melee face-off skirmishes at locations around Sanoa Indian border, the Sino Indian border, including near the disputed Pangong Lake in the Lake Leda Lake Ka, Lake Ka, sorry, and the Tibet Autonomous Region, and near the border between Sikkim and the Tibet Autonomous Region. So sh this is in 2020. Now, as far as the, how, how many troops that China is putting right near, and I mean right fucking near, right off their ocean coast, right next to Taiwan, is very, 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 very scary. And they're also putting troops, and they're also, and, and China's also massing its troops all across its all across its border. The U.S. is almost like what? How am I going to put? Our U.S. military is so spread out. We're almost we we're almost doing. If not, we we almost did, and we're doing it right now. We have put our troops so spread out. Did you okay? All right, uh, before I say this, does anyone know why Adolf Hitler really, really lost the war? Like, uh, like the real reason why I lost the war, other than meth and you know all this other shit, he he spread his entire military too far out. He left too many empty pockets within the different regions he had his military in. Too many empty, too many empty pockets, too many open areas for troops to come in and then fight from within and, you know, break out, you know what I'm saying? That's what really got, the, uh, that's what really got 
the Nazi Reich. That's what really got the, the fucking Third Reich. And our military is so spread out right now, it is not even fucking funny, dude. And we have almost no troops. They keep on saying we brought our troops home, we brought our troops home. That's bullshit, dude. Our troops, they're home all right. Don't get me wrong, they're home all right. But they're not home. Alright? That is, that is, um, we need to pay attention to that. Um, not even just pay attention to it, we actually need to really, 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 um, grab a hold of uh, what kind of uh, period of life we're in. And any short step with, uh, with those two countries could go very, very wrong. Now, speaking of very, very wrong, if someone explained to me this shit, the CDC has shortened the COVID isolation for healthcare workers. Now, for everyone else, it's still the same, y'all. I, I, I shit you not, it's all still the same. It, it, nothing has changed, but for healthcare workers, nah, y'all, y'all good. You can uh, uh, get COVID and then quarantine for a day. It doesn't matter fucking crazy man this is uh, this is ridiculous now on the James Webb telescope I wanted to reiterate that and I told you guys I would stay on that which I am the James Webb telescope launched and how to watch it YouTube Facebook Twitter Roku TV or a phone guys this telescope and the abilities it has they're trying to do the same thing. What happened in Babylon? They are trying to reach heaven. That is what they are trying to do with this telescope. Let me let me get in this article real quick. Godspeed, the world's most powerful space telescope, is about to head to space. For decades, scientists have anticipated the launch of NASA's James Webb Space Telescope. On Christmas Day, 2021, it's finally launching. What will we see according to NASA? We don't know yet what the James Webb Space Telescope will uncover. What will, will we get answers? Will we have more questions? Only time will tell. As December 23rd, the launch is set for 7.20 a.m. Estimated Saturday, December 25th. From Europe Spaceport in French, Guinea. In case you need a refresher, here are links from Florida's Today's Space Team. And beyond to help you brush up on the James Webb Telescope. So, um, yeah. There is... They're building, they're building an Earth black box that can literally, that literally, literally predicts human emotion, almost, almost incriminating you if you feel like, let's say, if you feel angry and you just say some crazy, stupid, stupid shit. Well, guess what? It's gonna know about it, and it's going to include you in a reason why the Earth is getting more bad and why the Earth is going to be destroyed and blah 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 and all this other shit, right? And then they're launching this James Webb telescope and they're telling you they're just trying to see what's really, really out there. What they're not telling you is they're trying to build a ladder to heaven. We are trying to kill God right now. And the thing is, we'll never do it. We will never, you know, I, 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 I always, you know, whenever, just real quick, whenever someone asks me about, uh, you know, how can you prove God? So that's one of the main questions that come up. How can you prove God? Here's the thing. I can't, I can't put God in a test tube. I can't put God in a, in a laboratory. And why would I, why would I want to do that? 
Why would I want to believe in a God that I can put in a test tube and say, oh, well, that's God right there? I don't believe in that God, man. The God I believe in is, is, is I don't even understand him, but I know he's there. And it's something called faith. It's something that we really, really need to get back to. I know that. I, 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 I do. I'm not even kidding you with that. I am not even kidding you with that, man. But um, United United Delta canceled more than 200 U.S. Christmas Eve flights amid COVID surge. Y'all motherfuckers ain't coming home. This is some sad shit. Girl, 14 killed by Los Angeles police during attempted suspect takedown inside Burlington store. Los Angeles police shot and killed a 14-year-old girl inside a Burlington dressing room on Thursday during the attempted takedown of an assaulted suspect, authorities said. A male suspect was also killed in the shooting. The incident happened at about 11.45 a.m. on the second floor of the clothing store in North Hollywood. A third victim, a woman, was transported to a hospital with moderate severe to severe injuries, said Los Angeles Fire Department spokesman Nicholas Prange. It wasn't immediately known if she'd been shot. It never really, really is, man. You know, sometimes, you, sometimes guys, like when you get shot, like I said, guys, sometimes you... You have no idea that you're even touched. Like sometimes you you can walk around, you can get shot and walk around. I don't want to say for quite a while, but let's just say you can walk around for uh, some time and then just drop dead right there on the spot. You know, like you just don't know, man. That's that's why uh, you know it's, it's just crazy, man. This is a uh, this is very sad. But here's the thing, guys. Um, let me all right. Let me just uh, get back in the article real quick. Authorities did not immediately say if the suspect had a gun. Police found a heavy metal cable lock near the suspect that they say may have been used in the assault. That they said the woman who was injured was the victim of the suspect's assault, and she had injuries to her head, face, and arms. LAPD Assistant Chief Dominic Coors said at a press conference that the man's motive was not known, and it was unclear whether he knew the woman. He assaulted, according to Los Angeles Police Department, Captain Stacy Spell. Police responded to a report of someone being assaulted with a deadly weapon and of shots fired with people shattering, sheltering in place. Officers opened fire upon the lo- locating. Officers opened fire upon the, upon locating the suspect. One of the officers' rounds penetrated a wall that was behind the suspect, beyond the wall that was a dressing room. Officers re- officers searched the dressing room and found a 14-year-old female victim who was struck. By gunfire. Fuck. God. Fuck. They're probably gonna tear that fucking cop apart too for that shit too. Not even, not even, not even, even thinking for one fucking second since we're because we're supposed to be so concerned. Jesus, man. 
we really, we really, we really need to get our faith back. I'm telling you that. Right? Another woman accuses Chris North of sexual assault, calls for New York to change statute of limitations. Another woman has said she was sexually assaulted by actor Chris North, becoming the fourth woman this month to take to make allegations against the Law and Order and Sex in the City star. Lisa Genital, singer songwriter, came forward on Thursday to allege she was assaulted by a note in 2002, becoming the first of his accusers to name herself publicly. The Hollywood Reporter last week published the accounts of two anonymous women who accused North of sexual assault and alleged incidents from 2004 and 2015. North last week denied the allegations from the Hollywood Reporter. The encounters were consensually said. It's difficult not to question the timing of these stories coming out. I don't know for certain why they are surfacing now, but I do know this. I did not assault these women. You fucking were raw dogging each one of these fucking women, man. You lying piece of shit. Anyways. You know, guys, uh, guys, I think that's going to wrap me up for this, uh, for this podcast, man. It is getting late. I have a lot of stuff to get down to. So that's uh, that's uh, that's the end of this one. I hope everyone has a very very merry Christmas. I hope everyone everyone keeps the faith and keeps the hope with hope within their hearts. And be strong, be focused. Use your eyes for your perception. Stop letting the screen control what you see in this world. Use your eyes for your perception. Because I'm telling you what, no matter how. Shattered, like I told you, my mind is. All I gotta do is close the screen and look and take a look around. And then I remember on how good my life really is, and not just how good my life is, because you know what I mean. I'm gonna be honest, man. My life ain't all good, but I tell you what, I'm happy. I'm a very simple man, so I guess anything makes me happy. You know what? I'm just going to cut. I'm just going to shut this one down. (laughs) Uh, I hope everyone has a very Merry Christmas. Take it easy, guys.